Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find this Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take Five. That's F-I-V-E. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, welcome back. Today we have the Reverend Eugenia Gamble with us. Eugenia is a PCEOSA pastor now retired after spending many years in the church. She's done everything from being a founding pastor of churches to being awarded Woman of Distinction by Louisville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. And now she is the author of the 2019-2020 denomination-wide Bible study for Presbyterian women, Love Carved in Stone, a fresh look at the Ten Commandments, and was on the committee of 15 to work on a brief statement of faith for the PCUSA uh, church now included in the book of confessions. I don't know. I feel so honored to be even in your presence, Eugenia. So I recently uh, read Loved Carved in Stone for our Bible study. And I wanted to talk with you today uh, a few minutes about one that I think particularly parents of young children tend to look at wondering exactly what it means. Um, and that is honoring your father and mother. Yeah, you know, that one, one of the things that has surprised me is that of all of the words, this is the one that seems to raise the most pain in people. But the one that has just caused so much emotional response in people is this particular word. I think I put a story in my blog about a young woman that I met at a retreat in, I think it was in North Carolina. She came up to me after my presentation and she was just shaking. She was trembling and she didn't know what to do with this word. And, and she said some of the most poignant things. You know, she talked about how her own mom had just been such a critical voice as in, not important, but critical as in criticism voice uh, all her life and that her mother's criticisms just kind of still ran through her like a, um, almost like a scroll on a newscast around the bottom of a newscast. And, and she, she cried and she said, you know, how do I honor her without dishonoring me? And then she went on to say, old now and she's not going to change um how do i honor her knowing that she's not going to change and then she burst into tears and said oh what if my children feel that way about me and it was it was just this moment and i and i think that in this word 
God is trying to address that very moment. And we've made it so narrow over the years. We've, we've taught this word like it was saying, well, you've just got to obey your parents and everything they do, that's what you've got to do. Well, that is ridiculous. That is child abuse. That, that is not sane. That is not what the God of love is saying to us. What I believe God is getting at here is that our lives will be the lives of promise for which we were created when we identify that which brings us to life and give that and those ones a place of precedence in our lives. But the heart issue is giving more time to what brings you to life than what depletes you. And I think when we've had um, wonderful kind of loving relationships, nurturing relationships with our parents, although none of them you know, has been perfect, it, this is sort of a no-brainer word. We just kind of climb right by it. We look forward to the times that we get to spend with our parents and um, we treasure the stories and we hold on to the, to the yellowed pictures and, and all of that kind of thing. But if, if life has been different from that, or even sometimes different from that, then I've come to believe that the most profoundly honoring thing we can do is stop the cycle of that pain in our own lives. Mm. When we, for example, if we have a parent who is not there for us due to addiction of some sort, and, and we find that life is so difficult because we just don't have ourselves quite, quite put together, you know, stitched up tight, that, that we want to turn to a substance ourselves that, you know, the most profound way we can honor the life that, that parents gave us is by not carrying their pain forward into our own, not carrying their pain forward and giving it to our own children, not passing it on in that way. Um, and sometimes that may mean uh, setting boundaries or saying goodbye to the physical presence of a parent in order to honor the life they gave us and not have that life diminished or um, you know, heart wounded by what they have not yet been healed from. You see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? I do. And it's, it's freeing to have this understanding and the way that you approach it um, as a part of this word is, is refreshing. I, I think it provides grace for a lot of people, particularly, like I said, parents with young children sometimes are sandwiched, right? They're, oh. they, they have parents of their own and then they are trying to parent and understanding this, this commandment in light of who God is and what God is calling us to do and who to be is a hard place to be mm -hmm. recognizing those two ends of the spectrum, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know what often happens, and I'm sure this happens with everybody. I've heard this from men as well as women. You know, we think that it is all on us that, you know, 
especially like I'm an only child. And so I don't have siblings to help with care of, of my um, aging. My, I've got a 94 year old mom now. And I don't, sometimes I feel like I have to jump every time she says frog. And one of the things that I feel like that the spirit uh, kind of nudges me about with that is saying, you know, you are not the only one who is around to care for and honor her now. She's in an assisted living place and she has everything she needs. She has a wide spectrum of friends and of a lifetime who honor her and honor the contribution she's made in the community. It is not all up to me. There's a sense in which she was the mother of many, and all of those many um, have a role to play, and, and we do that in the church. Those of us who are pastors, we are mothers of many, and we have many moms and many children who share kind of the load of, not load, well, sometimes it's a load, but share the uh, responsibility um, for ensuring that uh, people get the honor that is due the life that is in them. Not just the honor that is due the choices that they've made with their lives, mm. but the, the honor that is due the gift of life itself. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, reach out. Check out secondpreslr.org for my contact information, or you can find me in the Facebook group. I hope that you'll take five with us again.